Blog Talk Radio. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Fourth day. Today bring to me those who do not believe in God, and those who do not know me. I was thinking also of them during my bitter passion, and their future zeal comforted my heart. Immerse them in the ocean of my mercy. Most compassionate Jesus, you are the light of the whole world. Receive into the abode of your most compassionate heart the souls of those who do not believe in God and of those who as yet do not know you. Let the rays of your grace enlighten them that they, too, together with us, may extol your wonderful mercy and do not let them escape from the abode which is your most compassionate heart. Eternal Father, turn your merciful gaze upon the souls of those who do not believe in you and of those who as yet do not know you, but who are enclosed in the most compassionate heart of Jesus. Draw them to the light of the gospel. These souls do not know what great happiness it is to love you. Grant that they, too, may extol the generosity of your mercy for endless ages. Amen. Hi, my name is Nick from the Mullins Catch Podcast. Make sure to follow us at Mullins Catch on Twitter and Instagram. For more Mullins content, check out our website at themullinscatch.com. The Marlins Catch Podcast is sponsored by the Baseball Podcast Network, and you can follow the Baseball Podcast Network on following platforms. Instagram, Baseball Podcast Net. Twitter, Baseball Podcast One, without the T. YouTube and SoundCloud at Baseball Podcast Network. You can listen to the Marlins Catch Podcast live on blogtalkradio.com or download the Marlins Catch Podcast on the Apple Podcast. Enjoy the show. Gracias. Run that bat, turbo. What is going on, guys, and welcome back to episode number 16 of the Marlins Catch Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Simazini, joined here by my co-host, Corso Sanjo Chamarazzo. What's up, guys? Hope you guys are doing good. Uh, welcome to the podcast. Yes, welcome back to the Marlins Catch Podcast. Uh, of course, the Marlins are off today, so there will be no Marlins baseball today. Of course, taking her off day as they head down, head up to Cleveland to take on the Cleveland Indians. So we look forward to that two-game series. Currently, the Marlins are sitting at six and sixteen on the new campaign. Um, played well against the Nationals, won their first series against the Nationals, so give it up to them. Of course, blew the sweep on Sunday, lost them five nothing. Um, but yeah, we will be going over the past week of baseball for the fish and going over this upcoming schedule for the Marlins right after we, of course, do the weekly awards. So, the weekly awards, you guys know we do this every week. We do we pick a batter and a hitter on who played the best throughout the whole week. Me and Lissandra both give our individual awards here. So, we're going to go jump right into that. For the player of the week with the bat, of course, I'm going to have to give this week to Starling Castro. Castro is really heating it up this week. In the series against the Nationals, he had two RBIs, had four hits in that series against the Nationals, and against the Cubs also had two hits in that series. With he got on base a lot as well. His average is just sitting at 247, but 
you know, there wasn't really one player out there who stood out like crazy because, you know, that they had that really big offensive game against Washington that they won 9-3. to But That was really only the offensive game we've had all week. You know, they've been struggling with the bats, and it's been a constant issue throughout the whole season. But Castro lit it up this week, um, had a total of five hits. My mistake, has five hits in the series against the Nationals. Had two hits on the 19th, two hits on the 20th, and one on the 21st. Really did well that week, and I'm pretty happy with what he's been doing this whole week. And, yeah, so my pick will be Stalin Castro for this week. Um, For my uh, MVP of the week, we'll have to go none other than, at least for me, we'll have to be Brian Anderson. Um, other, like you like you were, you were stating before, um it was. It wasn't. We didn't have that many options due to the fact that it was a, a rough week. I guess you can say again on the offensive side, other than Saturday, uh, we scored nine runs. Um, but I have to give mine to Brian Anderson. This past week, he had a total of six hits. Uh, two he scored twice. Uh, had three doubles, uh, one RBI, five walks, and that average was a two eighty six. And that was, it was pretty solid. A week for Brian Anderson, so I got to give it to him. Yeah, Brian Anderson was pretty solid that week as well. Of course, him coming off a big slump to start off the season, Anderson really doing much better with the bat, and I'm pretty happy with him. Of course, he's a big centerpiece in our franchise. Going over to the pitchers, uh, you saw a nice week from Jose Urania, but my guy has got to go to be got to be Caleb Smith this week. Caleb Smith. Since coming back from that injury has been fantastic, but the week against the game against the Nationals, pitched six innings, only let up five hits, one run, run, zero walks, and eight strikeouts for Mr. Caleb Smith. I've really, really been impressed with Caleb Smith coming into the new year, as he's currently sitting at a 2.35 ERA, only letting up a total of 14 hits in the new season, which is very, very impressive, and having a 2-0 record, which is currently undefeated having a .87 whip. Very, very pleased to see Caleb Smith's progress. And, you know, I look for him to be a solid guy in our rotation for the upcoming years, more of the veteran guy uh, Caleb Smith is. So I'm very, very happy to see that from Caleb. And I hope he keeps up the good work. Yeah, Caleb Smith had a, had a great – another great week. He's starting off this season amazing. Um like you said, especially coming off that injury and injuries last last year, that he's really 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 playing, playing good for the Marlins' best pitcher so far. But I have to give mine uh, to Pablo Lopez. Uh, I was really impressed with how Pablo Lopez pitched uh, on Tuesday against the Chicago Cubs. He did get he did lose that game. Had five innings pitched, two runs, uh, one walk, and uh, six strikeouts. But I chose. Paulo Lopez because uh, that's those stats I, I believe they're fairly well against a hard lineup like the Chicago Cubs and he bounced back um, from last week where he struggled so uh, I have to give mine to, to Pablo Lopez yeah Pablo Lopez pitched well um, and uh, again now I, I'm, I love seeing that from Pablo um, I think he could be a really good good franchise pitcher for us as well and, you know, Lopez's command has been really good as well. Really happy to see that. You know, only let up, letting up two runs against that Cubs lineup, six strikeouts, 
Uh, the pitch count was a little high that game, so he only went five innings pitched. But still a solid outing for Pablo Lopez, and that's what we need to be seeing from our young pitchers out there because, you know, in spring they were very, very good, and I'm very happy to be seeing that from our pitchers. And uh, it is time for the mailbag questions. You know, you guys head over to my Instagram, which I put it up today, or Lissandra's Instagram at Mullins Universe, or Baseball Podcast Network's Instagram. Head over there and look at their Instagram stories as there will be a mailbag every week for the Mullins Gets Podcast. So we're going to cue Benson in here, and we're going to start off with the question. Uh, yeah, just taking one question this week. It's from Enrique. What are your guys' hopes for the Marlins in the coming years? My hope is that it is that we our franchise continues to build with younger and better prospects, and our prospects right now in the farm continue to grow and get better, so we could potentially have a big, big franchise in the future. You know, we're all about the wins. We're all about sustaining a franchise for years to come with a bunch of wins. We want to be a good, a good, a great team in the future. We don't want to have. We just don't want to have one season and we're done. And we want to have a stable franchise like the Dodgers, the Astros. We want to be ready to go every single year. And this is what my hopes for the, fe- for the future of us is that we have a healthy team, a young team, and a team that's going to go out there and compete every single game. Yeah. Uh, that was – that was summed it up perfectly, Nick. Um, I just want to see the rebuild continue, continue its, its path in getting us uh, good, good prospects, good, good minor league players that in the future um, can 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 be stars like the Houston Astros or the Boston Red Sox, for example. Um, we 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 everybody wants to see this team succeed. So um, I just I just hope the the rebuild keeps on going, keep on going good. We keep on on getting good pieces and and we just just start start competing and. And hopefully get into the playoff, into the playoff, uh, play, get a playoff team soon. Yeah, yeah, we definitely want to be seeing that. You know, that's kind of the whole reason why we are in the rebuild. So really, really hoping to see that. Benson, thank you for the uh, question there for the mailbag. Thanks. Again, head over to both of our Instagrams, either the Marlins Universe or the Marlins underscore News, double underscore News, and head over there for the questions. Also, if you're wanting to head over to Mullins Park for some of the games or any baseball stadium, make sure to go head out, head over to stubyard.com, put in the promo code BPN10, and get 10% off any order from there. Again, head over to stubyard.com, promo code BPN10, and save 10% off from any order over there. Let's recap the series that was with the fish here. Um, now, the Cubs series wasn't great. Uh, we got swept, of course, but then the National Series, we really came back. So, you know, in that series, you know, we, we went three for four since Monday. So, let's yeah, let's just talk a little bit about that. So, Monday, we take, took on the Cubs. Three-game series with the Cubs, we lost seven to two. Tuesday, we lost four to nothing. Wednesday, we lost six to nothing. Then the National Series, we won three to two. Saturday, we won nine to three, which was our best game by far this season. And then yesterday we we got we lost five nothing and shut out. That series, uh, you know, again the the Cubs series when they were down here, I was not happy. Getting swept when you're at home really just just, it just hurts. You don't want to get swept 
ever, and especially at home, it really just it just it sucks. You know, that's yeah, it just sucks to do that. And you know, the boys are getting back on. Hopefully, they get back on track as they head up to Cleveland. It's going to be a tough team. They got Francisco Lindor back as well. Really, really going to be tough. So we just got to be and bring our A game to that. Yeah, um, yeah. It was a rough. It was a rough uh, series against the Cubs. Cubs are Cubs are an elite team, uh, a playoff team in MLB. But that's still not an excuse, I believe, to get swept. But um, uh, we did have some pros in that game, which were um, Pablo Lopez, who pitched uh, well, pitched pretty solid um, uh, the second game. Um, Offense struggled a lot, um, but well, we bounced back with the national series, so that was that was good to see. Uh, overall, this uh, we finally we won our first series against the Nationals, so that was good. Um, but that's only two wins in in a week, so I guess what it, it was better than our previous week. So we'll, we'll see how it goes. Next week, well, this currently, essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Hopefully, we change it around here. Um, you know, it really, you know, people are like, hey, why would you not want to win? You know, you want to tank? Like, no, no one wants to tank in baseball, but you know, we want to just go out there, give it our best, and it just, it's, it's, no, it's frustrating losing close games and not getting a lot of hits, you know. It, it would, you know, I guess it'd be different if they were like, like, like nine to eight games and stuff like that. But we're not getting any runs going up, and it really just frustrates me. And I know every other Marlins fan out there too. Like Sandra, I know you too. You know, it's frustrating when we can't get the offense going. And yeah, yeah and we need to just change that. And hopefully, Naomi talks to players like Lewis Brinson, who we're going to get into uh, right now, actually. Um, so yeah, let's yeah let's actually let's talk about Lewis Brinson. Is he facing demotion if he keeps playing without improvement? Yes, he is. And I know a lot of fans out there now now they're starting to lose a little confidence in him. And you know the trade with Yelich, of course we lost that trade. There's no sugarcoating it. Like any even with any play, like Christian Yelich is the best player in the MLB right now. So you obviously lost that trade, but maybe in the future Brinson can turning this around, it would have to be a major comeback. Because right now, he is not finding the ball. He was benched two games, came back, can't get a hit. Um, I'm not going to sugarcoat it anymore. You know, it is frustrating. I know he's out there working his butt off to do something about that. I, I know he is. Um, but it's looking a lot like last year. It is. You know, he has 67 at-bats under his belt. He only has 12 hits. He's batting 179 right now on the season. He hasn't had a hit since the 13th of April. So that whole Cubs and National Series, he has been hitless. I mean, and that, you know, that's and the last time he was on base was the 15th against the Cubs. So he hasn't been on base in, I don't want to like, do that, but like in five games he has not been on base. Like he hasn't had a hit since the 13th. And that's really frustrating. Got him 179, looking like the Lewis Brinson of last year. Can't get out of the 200s. You know, I know Mattingly's trying to do whatever he can, but, you know, is it is it time for them to pull the trigger, Lissandro, and send him down to AAA? Yeah, 
I I definitely I definitely agree with you. Um, it's very frustrating uh, because Lewis Brinson, as you can see, he, he is a hard worker, uh, but he's he's just in a, in a really big slump, just like last year. I don't. If, if we did we did lose the trade with Yelich, especially how Yelich is playing. Um, I have Lewis Brinson is not living up to the expectations we Marlins fans had for him. Not the expectation we had uh, when we when we got the trade with the Brewers. Um, Lewis Lewis Brinson is 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 really 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 struggling like like last year. Um, he definitely definitely deserves to get sent down to the minors and work on his stuff. Maybe bring up Austin Dean again. Uh, anybody really, Peter O'Brien. Like there's anybody really. Uh, Lewis Brinson's struggling mightily, and we don't want to. We we need we need we need him to uh, to get his the, to get it going. So I think the minor league uh, will be the best thing for him. But let's see let's see what Manning does. So obviously the break the, the the two or three game break that he had did, did did didn't help him. So we'll see how it goes. We'll yeah. What happens? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. No, you are yeah. right. You know about maybe potentially bringing back up Austin Dean too. Um, that is one move that did happen. Um, we sent down Austin Dean, called up John Birdie. Haven't have yet to see John Birdie in the game. Um, yeah, I don't really. I mean, Austin Dean. He had one game where he had four hits, and after that, he couldn't get a hit. You know, and that's another thing. The whole club, like no one putting the bat on the ball and just really, you know, frustrating. But, you know, Lissandro, I do have to agree with that. I think if Lewis Brinson, you know, is not changing any, any – if it's not changing if he goes out there this this series against Cleveland or I think by the Philadelphia series, if he still hit lift, there's no way he could be staying up in the MLB um, unless he breaks out in the series coming up. But if he's struggling, you send him down to AAA. Um, I don't want to call it Monte Harrison. Justin yet. I know he's doing very well um, yeah. in AAA right now, but I think it would be too early to call him up. Um, but yeah, I think I think it's time. If he's still going to be struggling, you got to send him down. He needs to work with someone down there and he's got to get better. Uh, I know J.T. Riddle, well, he only has four at-bats right now in AAA. He's got two hits, of course, but Austin Dean has really been solid in AAA, but when he comes back up to the MLB, he hasn't been doing well. Isaac Galloway is going to be taking center field probably, or Russell Herrera, one of those guys, if Brenton is to be sent down. Um, but yeah, you know, maybe Harold Ramirez will get the call back, get the call up. Maybe Yadiel Rivera. Um, you know, it. You know, it's just. You know, it's just it's just again frustrating though. Maybe maybe they do call him Monte Harrison. I don't know. Not, they got to see if he's ready to go. My personal opinion: don't call him up just yet. Maybe wait till September to get more service time with him and you play it smart. But yeah, you know, again, Brinson struggling. Will he be sent down to AAA to work on things, or will he stay up? Not sure at this point. But Lissandro, if you were to send down to you were to send out Brinson. I know you do like Austin Dean, but who else would you have in mind to get? To, would you want to get called up? 
if I were to send down Lewis Brinson, I I am I'm a firm believer. I really liked him in spring training. I know he struggled when when we brought him up after Gary Cooper's injury. Peter O'Brien. I am a firm believer that Peter O'Brien um, will do good this season. Um, he is a power hitter. He he hit a home run yesterday um, with uh, the Triple A team with the Baby Cakes. Um, I I think I'd give Peter O'Brien another chance. I I I really I really think he has the stuff to be to be a a, a four a, a four hole hitter for us if if, if he can get the bat going. Um, starting start him at right field and then maybe move uh, Granish into center or however whatever the case may be. I I think I'd bring up uh, I'd bring up Peter O'Brien. Uh, I I really I really liked him in spring. He was my MVP. Um, I think I think the I think he deserves a, a second chance. I know he struggled, but I I think he deserves a second chance for it. Really, I really hope they don't bring up Monte Harrison, like you were saying. Don't rush him into the big leagues. Give him more time, Triple A. Let's see how he does. Maybe like a full season or until like September. And just I don't want to rush any of our prospects up. Yeah, I agree with you there. I don't want to rush any of our prospects up, especially now since we're not trying to win, like, like big time right now. We're not really trying to compete. Um, but my, oh, my, I know the pitching has, hasn't really been too bad at all for the fish, and that's really, you know, I'm very, very pleased with that. But my, oh, my, look at Zach Gallon. He's in AAA yeah. as, a, as a .48 ERA. Letting up only one run and three starts. This guy is striking out 11 in one game, eight in the other, six in the other. This guy is going to be good. You know, I'm just seeing this, like, you know, seeing this before. Zach Allen, one of the prospects we got back from Marcelo Zuna. Really, this guy is good. And I don't, of course, I don't, I don't really see a, a where to put him in the rotation as of now. I don't want to stick him in the bullpen right now. I don't think that'd be the good move. I want to put him in and see what he can do as a starter. Because I still don't know why we and Chen is on the roster still. Um, let it, just let him more runs that they weren't earned against him, but he did let them up. But Zach Gallon is going to be in this rotation by the end of the year. I can guarantee it. Like, look what he is doing. I'm a big fan of him, and I love to see that from Zach, uh, one of our prospects here, and I'm really happy to see that with him. What about you, Cassandra? Yeah, uh, I I really like Zach Gallon. Um, he he's shown promise, a lot of promise for the fish. Um, I I think he'll he'll definitely definitely be in our um, in the rotation um, soon. I'd like September most likely if or one of our pitchers get injured. Hopefully not. But Zach Gallon's definitely uh, been eye on as a as a Marlins fan. Um, Zach Gallon is one of I didn't. Nope, nobody saw him as a key piece in the in the trade for Osuna, but he's really he's really paying off. It's looking very good. So I'm I'm excited to see the, um I'm excited to see more of him in the triple mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm excited for him. I really am. I'm just very, very pleased to see this from Zach. And, you know, I I don't really want him like, you know, he's not really like there's a lot of other prospects really who are out there doing well for the triple A baby cakes and yeah, so we you know, that's what we gotta look for, the the prospects out there. Because that's really our big 
you know, a big thing. And Monte Harris as well. Monte Harrison as well. You know, he went three for three last night. And of course, San Diego had three hits last night as well for AAA. And Peter O'Brien's been pretty decent down there as well uh, in the minors, having you know had a two-hit day with three RBIs and homered O'Brien homered. So that's that's good. I know you, that's your guy right there. Sandra, I know you're a big supporter of yeah. him, and uh, yeah, of course, I, I hope he does well, 100%. You know, I think he has what it takes as well. He has, he has power. He has nice power to take a yard, and that's what I like to see, you know. So, let's see here. So, let's go and look at the upcoming schedule for the Fish. You guys know a two-game series in Cleveland starts tomorrow. First game at 6-10, and then the second game will be at 1 o'clock. So, a 1 o'clock game on a Wednesday. Um, I like I do like day games, um, but yeah, Tuesday tomorrow the matchup will be Carlos Carrasco versus Pablo Lopez, and then on Wednesday Sandy Alcantara takes the mound and is to be determined for the Indians. So Alcantara takes the mound Wednesday, and then Tuesday is Lopez and Carrasco, and then after that we take on the Phillies in a three-game series uh, on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday at yeah at Philadelphia. Of course, we play them down here. But Thursday and Friday are at 7 o'clock, and then Saturday is at 6.05. And then Sunday, actually, is a four-game series. That's my bad, guys. Sunday, we play them at 1 o'clock. So, a four-game series up in Philly. Um, so, that's a six-game road trip. And then we are off the next Monday after. So, next time we are on the podcast here, it will be an off day for the Fish. And then Cleveland will be headed down to Mullins Park. So, they'll be taking on the Indians after that. So Thursday, Caleb Smith will be taking the mound for the fish. If you just follow the rotation as it is, Caleb Smith is set to take it next. So then, of course, Alcantara Smith, and then it will be Jose Urania from the top right there, guys, and then Trevor Richards after that. So looking at it, looking at the rotation like that, so since Jose Smith, Friday is Urania, Saturday will be Trevor Richards, and then Sunday will be Pablo Lopez. So that will be the pitchers for the fish that time. So factors to that series with the Indians, the Indians have the returning Francisco Lindor, who is back, but that's not really the only guy on that roster who's good. You know, the Indians did lose did lose you last night, eleven uh, five, but they have nice hitters. They have Jose Ramirez, um, Carlos Santana, Jason Kitness. The Indians are only sitting at twelve and nine, so they're kind of a five hundred team. Really, right now they're kind of just in the middle of the the the, um, the race here. But you know, so you don't want to underrate them. Um, the Indians are a pretty decent team, and they're an AL team too. So one of the rare AL teams we are going to be going against this season for the Indians. So the Indians are going to be uh, kind of an interesting series, two game series too. But Carlos Santana really isn't tearing it up for them with a 3.79 batting average. So we really need to slow him down. Um, and we will be having a DH that game. So I don't, it'll be interesting to see who DH will be since we are taking on an AL team on the road. We will be having a DH for that series. Sandro, let's get your series prediction. Um, how many games we will take? Of course, it's only a two-game series with the Indians. But do you think we're going to win the series? Or what do you think is going to happen? It's going to be uh, another hard series for the Fish. I, I see this kind of like a Cubs series. Uh, like, the Cubs were a really excellent team that we played. Um, and something interesting about the Indians is that we'll be seeing Nick Wiggreen again, former Marlins pitcher. Mm, uh, right. 
helping them. Um, they have some nice people, like you were saying, Santana, who's been raking for them. They have Lindor back, like you were saying. They got Kippins back last week as well. They have people like Jose, Jose, Jose Ramirez. And overall, solid, 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 um, solid lineup and solid pitching that they have. Former, another former pitcher of the Marlins, Brad Hand. Um, I see us splitting this series with the uh, with the uh, Indians. Uh, I think we we can take we can take game at least one game against them. Next, yeah. If if our bats get going, we can we can take we we can we can split the series for sure. Okay. All right, and really quickly, I know we're gonna wrap up here, but we take on the Phillies as well. Uh, the key guy will be Scott Kendry in that matchup, ending Segura, and of course Bryce Harper, who we already faced down here in Miami. Only sitting at twelve and nine, so they're kind of a five hundred team. Four game series, I say we split the series. That series, uh, we really need to slow down Bryce Harper. So hopefully we can do that in the upcoming series. But yeah. that'll do it today on the Marlins Catch Podcast, guys. Thank you guys so much for joining today. Make sure to go copy your merch, the Lewis Brinton T-shirt at the Baseball Podcast Network Instagram. Click the bio right there for the shop. We'll see you next time right here on the Marlins Catch Podcast. <laughs> The Marlins Catch is produced by Benson Fexer. The Marlins Catch is a production of the Baseball Podcast Network. Be sure to give our host a follow on Instagram, Nick, at Marlins double underscore news, and Lissandro, at the Marlins Universe. Follow the Marlins Catch on Instagram, at the Marlins Catch. For more of the Marlins Catch content, be sure to head over to their website, at themarlinscatch.com. And for more Baseball Podcast Network content, head over to baseballpodcastnet.com. Follow the official Baseball Podcast Network social media platforms. Instagram, Baseball Podcast Net. Twitter, at Baseball Podcast One. That's P-O-D-C-A-S-1. YouTube, at Baseball Podcast Network. And SoundCloud, at Baseball Podcast Network. Thank you for tuning in to the Marlins Catch. We'll see you next time.